Hello, this is Curtis Harris, candidate for New York City Council, the 35th District, representing Fort Greene, Crown Heights, Clinton Hill, Prospect Heights, and parts of Bedford-Stuyvesant. Today's podcast is going to focus on getting to know more about Curtis Harris, the issues I support and I will be fighting for, and also what exactly does a council member do in the New York City Council? There are 51 New York City Council members representing New York City. So today's podcast is going to go into those two issues. The issues that we are fighting for and the job of the City Council. Well, today, the issues that I really feel strongly about are, first of all, quality of life issues in the 35th District. Um, we have to continue to monitor the the quality of life to make sure that people can walk around safely and securely in, in the district without uh, being harassed, without uh, uh, sanitation issues and uh, things of that nature. The things I'm fighting for, most importantly, are senior citizens. I believe that any measure or the measure of any society is how we treat our seniors. Uh, Brooklyn seniors are what 13% of the population and will soon be 15% in 2040. The death of an elderly man is like a burning library, an African proverb says. Another African proverb says, no matter how beautiful and well-crafted a coffin might look, it will not make anyone wish for death. I am very sensitive to our seniors to, uh, to help guarantee an age-friendly quality of life and living that is sensitive to, positive, it's healthy, and it's prosperous. Some of the age-friendly issues to be protected and developed are developing outdoor space and buildings for our seniors. We want to continue to establish transportation protections and priorities for our seniors, including reasonable excess ride, crossing guards to protect and service our seniors, as well as well-lit intersections and making sure MTA buses serve our seniors with the dignity they deserve. Many seniors find it challenging entering and exiting MTA buses. In addition, housing Many seniors are on a fixed income and need special rent protections. This would allow them to live in security and dignity. We want to continue to encourage SCREE and DRE, that's S-C-R-I-E and D-R-I-E. These programs must be protected and expanded. And we must also invest more in supportive housing for seniors to reduce the rent burden many are already experiencing. Our seniors sometimes feel isolated, so we want to encourage social participation and in intellectually challenged uh, events for our seniors. Uh, we want to protect and expand opportunities uh, for our seniors and Golden Saints, Saints to continue to develop in computer technology, literature, the arts, and sciences. Civic participation for our seniors. Our seniors are filled with wisdom and lots of love. 
Another African proverb, the death of an elderly man is like a burning library. We need to provide opportunities for our seniors to get involved in civically engaging activities that will increase their quality of living and service. Education. Curtis Harris is a proud public school graduate from kindergarten all the way up to my master's degree. We must improve the quality of public education for students across New York City with a focus on ending the practice of chronically underfunding public schools that serve minority and immigrant communities. I'm also committed to challenging the school-to-prison pipeline, a national trend where children are funneled out of public schools and into the juvenile and criminal justice systems. Many of these children have learning disabilities or histories of poverty, abuse, or neglect, and would benefit from additional educational and counseling services. Instead, they're isolated, punished, and pushed out. I believe that every human being has a fundamental right to a good education. Housing. The 35th Council District is in the midst of a affordable housing crisis. Rent has gone up 20% or more in parts of central Brooklyn, which has also suffered a net loss over 5,000 rent-stabilized apartments. There are currently over 71,000 people in homeless shelters in New York City, a third of which are school-aged children. 80% or more are black and brown, single parents with children as well. I am inti intimately familiar with the pain working and struggling families are going through. For many families and friends have relocated out of Crown Heights in New York entirely because of this housing crisis. I believe suitable housing is a right and not a privilege. As a member of Community Board 8, I was a member of the Housing and Land Use Committee, and I fought against irresponsible developers in Crown Heights. And now I will take this fight to the City Council. Now, I'm not against all development, for development is good for the community. Just irresponsible developers and banks, which, whose policies help to displace and hurt people. The Atlantic Yards Pacific Park project. They promised us jobs, housing, and hoops. They got us hoops. They got us some jobs. But the housing is still in dire need. I will continue to vigilantly monitor the outcomes of the $6 billion project to build the Barclays Center Arena and 15 to 16 towers at the crucial site in Brooklyn. It's also dubbed Atlantic Yards by developer Forest City Ratner in 2003. It was rebranded Pacific Park, Brooklyn in 2014 after the Chinese government-owned Greenland Group bought a 70% stake going forward. I am quoting from Mr. Norman Oder of the Atlantic Yards Pacific Park Report blog. Racial Reconciliation another issue that I will be fighting for. We are in an environment under the presidency of Donald Trump where racial tensions are at an all-time high.
there have been incidents of anti-Semitism in Crown Heights and in New York City and all around the country in general. But I'm specifically speaking about Crown Heights. We've seen a number of issues, a number of conflagrations popping up. Uh, as an example, the Crown Heights riots of 1991. We've seen discrimination in housing and gentrification, which is displacing a number of families, leading to increased homelessness. Many feel that there are many fingers to point at a number of people. It is my job and it's my hope and prayer that we can break bread, we can sit at a table of brotherhood and talk about these issues and help meet each other at our, our human needs. We are more than, than dollars and cents. We are a community. We are God's people. I believe that all people are created equal and we are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights. Among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I will fight to protect the civil and human rights of all people. I believe in seeking a, to bridge all divides that separate people, whether it be culture, education, income, gender, sexual identity, religion, race, or class. One of the goals of our community in CD35 will, will be helping people understand the history of various people. Crown Heights should be the melting pot and a model of racial reconciliation our nation should emulate and model. I also will be developing a plan to help encourage a living wage. Many people cannot live on $15 an hour, especially in this district where housing prices are going through the roof. We're in downtown Brooklyn on Flatbush and Fulton Street. A one-bedroom or two-bedroom apartment in one of these skyscrapers can cost you upwards of $5,000 a month. No one in, at $15 an hour can afford that. So we have to make sure that we represent the community and that we do right by them. Uh, helping them with a living wage is, will be one of my priorities. Another priority is organized labor. We need organized labor. I was a member of the Amalgamated Workers, the, make, the Amalgamated Clothing and Textile Workers Union back in the 1970s. And off, I was part of the office of the Amalgamated Life Insurance Company. So I truly do believe in organized labor and the contributions it has, has made to our country's growth and development. We also need criminal justice reform. I have seen firsthand by visiting Rikers Island for years with my poetry organization, Green Earth Poets Cafe. We would visit on a Saturday morning a number of the houses at Rikers Island from Rose Singer to GRVC, GMDC, the Otis Bantam, and we would talk to the inmates there. We would perform for them, and then we would get them to perform. But I would see firsthand the pain in a lot of these people. They were persecuted primarily because of economics and poverty. As you know, Rikers Highland is a place where people are held 
who cannot afford bail until their court case. So we must continue to reform, to reform criminal justice. Health care for all. I believe that all Americans should be able to afford health care for their families, especially our seniors. It is imperative to protect hardworking families' right to receive health care at a time families need it the most. I believe that every individual who resides in our district should have access to health care they need at a cost they can afford. Another issue which is so important to me. In our district, we have many, many pets, but we have very few dog parks. Yes, we need a dog park. So help me, elect me so that I can help create a dog park in the 35th district. Right now, the only dog parks that are in our district uh, is the Fort Greene Park. That is on DeKalb Avenue in Washington Park and in Prospect Park. But within those the, the boundaries of our district, which goes from Empire Boulevard up Flatbush Avenue over to York, up to York where Ingersoll Apartments are, and ultimately down to Empire Boulevard again, making a couple of zigzags across uh, the communities of Bed-Stuy and Crown Heights. We don't have a dog park. There are many animals who are more family than family. So we need to provide a social environment for our, our, our animals to have fun, to grow, to socialize as well. What does the New York City Council do? The New York City Council, they primarily introduce and vote on legislation having to do with all aspects of city life. They negotiate the city's budget with the mayor and approve its adoption. They monitor city agencies such as the Department of Education and the New York Police Department to make sure they're effectively serving New Yorkers. They review land use and make decisions about the growth and development of our city. See, similar to Congress at the federal level, we are New York City's legislative body. The council is separate from the mayor's administration, but an equal partner in how our city is run. The leadership of the New York City Council consists of the speaker. Our current speaker is uh, the Honorable Corey Johnson. He heads the council. The majority leader, the Honorable Lori Cumbo who is the incumbent of the 35th district, whose seat I will be filling upon her retirement as a result of term limits. And the majority leader, the Honorable uh, Republican Steve Matteo. But basically, those are the two things I wanted to talk to you today about. One, the issues of Curtis Harris for New York City Council, the things we believe in, the things we're fighting for. And what does the New York City Council exactly do? If you have any questions and you want to continue to support us and join our movement, please visit our website at www.curtisharris2021.com. There you'll be able to join. You'll be able to make your comments because we want to hear from you. We want to know your concerns. 
what's on your mind, the things you like to see in your community. Remember, I choose to I choose the honor of representing you. This is our community. Remember, it's us and not me. So I thank you again for listening to, to today's podcast. Once again, this is Curtis Harris with New York City Council, the 35th Council District, representing Fort Greene, Clinton Hill, Crown Heights, Prospect Heights, and Bedford-Stuyvesant. Signing off. Until tomorrow. Good day. This is Curtis Harris, candidate for New York City Council, 35th Council District, representing Fort Greene, Clinton Hill, Crown Heights, Prospect Heights, Bedford-Stuyvesant, Brooklyn, New York. Today's podcast is going to focus on our health. COVID-19, also known as coronavirus. What you need to know. Uh, I could talk about of course, my candidacy for the New York City Council or the issues that matter to me and the community. But I really want to make sure that we are equipped as a community with the latest information concerning COVID-19, what it is, how to transmit it, how to protect yourself from it, how to protect you and your family from this disease or virus. What is it? Coronavirus, coronaviruses are a large family of viruses which may cause illness in animals and humans. In humans, several coronaviruses are known to cause respiratory infections ranging from the common cold to more severe diseases. COVID-19 is the infectious disease caused by the most recently discovered coronavirus. This new virus and disease were unknown before the outbreak began in Wuhan, China in December 2019. Corona-19 is a highly contagious, and once again, I repeat that again, it's a highly contagious respiratory illness similar to the flu, and it's taking the world by storm. On every continent on this earth, the islands, uh, Russia, China, the United States, Europe, Uh, It's all over the place. So please be safe out there. We're going to go into those who are at risk, at highest risk, that is. Those who are of, of the highest risk of complications or death are older populations with individuals with underlying health conditions such as cardiovascular disease, diabetes, respiratory disease, or hypertension. What are the symptoms you want to know? The symptoms are dizziness, runny nose, difficulty breathing. So if you have shortness of breath, runny nose and dizziness, headache, sore throat, cough, and fever. The most common symptoms are fever, a dry cough, and shortness of breath. Severe cases may result in pneumonia, cardiac, liver, or renal failure, and or death. Symptoms may appear in as few as two days or as long as 14 days after exposure. But what I'm sharing with you is 
shared by the Center for Disease Control, or the CDC. How is it transmitted, you ask? It's transmitted by person to person between people who are in close contact with one another within about six feet of one another through respiratory droplets produced when an infected person coughs or sneezes. These droplets can land in the mouths or noses of people who are nearby or possibly be inhaled. It also can be spread from contact with infected surfaces or objects. And this is why these surfaces must be cleaned and sterilized. It may be possible that a person can get COVID-19 by touching a surface or object that has the virus on it and then touching their own mouth, nose, or possibly their eyes. But this is not thought to be the main way the virus spreads. Things that we can do to prevent COVID-19, the spread of it. We stay at home when you're sick. You clean and disinfect frequently touched objects and surfaces. As an example, your laptop or your cell phone. Of course, countertops and other surfaces. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Cover your, cover your cough or sneeze with a tissue and discard of that tissue. Wash your hands for at least 20 seconds. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth with unwashed hands. There are do's and don'ts don'ts concerning coughing and sneezing. Don't let a cough or sneeze out uncovered. Cover your mouth or sneeze with a, a tissue. Cover your cough with your elbow if, you, if a tissue is not available. Do not cover your cough with your hands. And if you do, always remember to wash your hands as soon as possible following a sneeze or cough. To properly wash your hands, you soak your hands in water. You soap up your hands and wash for at least 20 seconds. You thoroughly rinse soap off your hands. And you dry your hands with a paper towel. And with that dry paper towel, Turn off the water. Don't turn off the water with your bare hands. Or you've just negated everything you just did. Hand sanitizers. It's extremely effective, but should not replace washing your hands with soap and water. Hand sanitizers should have at least 60% alcohol. Rub your hands thoroughly when using hand sanitizers. You can use alcohol sanitizers if there is no visible soil on your hands or after contact with another person's skin. After contact with medical equipment or objects or before entering and exiting a public space and after coughing or sneezing if soap and water is unavailable. As a reminder, Remember to wash your hands using the soap and water method after frequent use of hand sanitizer as it tends to leave a film on your hands. There is no requirement as to how many times you can use hand sanitizer before washing your hands with soap and water, but frequent hand washing between applications is recommended.
I see a lot of people wearing face masks on the subway, walking the streets. If we always have a face mask on, will it protect us against COVID-19? The answer, according to the CDC, is no. The U.S. Surgeon General Jerome Adams released a statement on Saturday, February 29, 1920, I'm sorry, 2020, stating, Stop buying masks, quote-unquote. They are not effective in preventing general public from catching coronavirus, COVID-19. The best way to protect yourself and your community is with everyday preventive actions, like staying home when you are sick and washing your hands with soap and water to help slow the spread of respiratory illness. End of quote. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention supports the statement that there is no evidence to support wearing face masks as a prevention for respiratory disease contraction. But when should we wear a face mask then, you ask? If you believe you have COVID-19 or any illness or cold, so the mask can prevent the spread of germs to others. If you are taking care of someone in close settings at home or in a healthcare facility who is being treated for COVID-19. Now, once again, the source of this is the Center for Disease Control, the CDC. What to do if you develop symptoms? Call ahead to a healthcare professional if you develop a fever and symptoms of respiratory illness and have been in close contact with a person known to have COVID-19, or if you live or have recently traveled to an area with ongoing spread. Stay home except to get medical care. Do not go to work, school, public areas, or use any public transportation or taxi rideshare service. Separate yourself from other people or animals in your home. Wear a face mask when in contact with other people or animals. Cover your coughs and sneezes. Clean your hands often. Avoid sharing personal household items. Clean all high-touch services every day. Monitor your symptoms. And of course, practice social isolation when, when possible. I understand we are people who love to shake hands and the like, a fist bump or elbow bump, and even an ankle bump, ankle foot bump. People will understand what's going on. And you'll smile and you'll joke about it, but most importantly, you'll remain safe and secure. These are just a few of the knowledge and, and information that I wanted to share with you concerning COVID-19 or corona, coronaviruses. Please be safe. Be careful out there. Use common sense. Wash your hands often. Practice social isolation uh, as often as possible, and we will prevail. We've gone through this many a times, not with this strain of, of virus, but with others. Ebola, SARS as an example, and we've come through. As a human race, we will come through again. Uh, until the next time, I wish you and yours happy and healthy existence. This is Curtis Harris, candidate for New York City Council in the 35th Council District, Brooklyn, New York. Please follow me at www.curtisharris2021.com.